clobber in time. Welcome back to <laughs> Zillion Cannon. I'm Adam Sidorius. I'm Kira. Wow, you're really giving your full legal government name, huh? Um, Adam um, Bertholomew uh, Sidorius. Um, and yeah, we're talking Fantastic Four, much to Kira's dismay. Um, now, when I told her last night what we were watching this week, she quite literally sent the like the emoji with no expression, <laughs> just like a straight line where the mouth is. Yeah. <laughs> um, you said, which... "Would you hate me?" And then I said, "No, go off." <laughs> um, no, I felt very validated, and I'm not kidding. The second she said yes to that, I immediately pressed play on the movie. Um, <laughs> I. <laughs> Is that why you didn't answer me when I sent you a picture of um, Cars 3 driven to win on Nintendo Switch? And I said, bro, and you just never answered. I That's not true. I answered you this morning. Um, <laughs> no, because I, I watched this um, and then I immediately passed out because it's like it, this movie is the equivalent of like getting drunk off of like. The most neutral beer of all time um, for me. Like it's just a whole lot of nothing, and but it makes me feel so much whenever I watch it. Um, yeah. Um, can I just say and shout out to Courtney uh, Hamish Linklater check. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hamish Linklater. Hamish. 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 You said Hamish. Hamish. Hamish Linklater jump scare. I love that man so much. Um, shout out to Courtney. Yeah, um, I was like, shout out only... to Midnight Mass. Stream if... Midnight Mass on Netflix, everybody, please. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, if only Ham- Hamish knew, um, uh, just over what 15 years ago when this movie came out, 17 mm-hmm. years ago, mm-hmm. um, that he would be starring in an acclaimed Netflix series and that not... nobody watched. <laughs> really, did was it not well, um. Like, the viewings were not... Like, the ratings weren't good for it? I mean, it premiered the same day as Squid Game. That's all That's all anybody really needs to say. Uncle Ben, what happened? Squid Games. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, have you seen the movie Battleship? Unfortunately. Did you know that he's in that? No, I did not know that. Yeah, well, you better rewatch that. <laughs> I mean, it is 2012. Um, so am I smelling an episode? <sighs> Fuck. Um, <laughs> you should not. Have, you should have not have brought that up. <laughs> honestly, it would be a really funny. It'd be a pretty funny discussion and and watch, but I, I don't I, know if I'm ready yet. So I'm. I think every time we do a series, it's pretty, it's not very obscure. Like we always like summer of Sandler, the fast and furious series we did uh, our Halloween series, but how would you feel about a Hamish Linklater month um, where we, and I do not know how many Zillennial movies he has. Um, and I don't know who that series would be for, but that being said, I don't know. I, I honestly think that, his like his filmography is so fucking random like honestly i don't really think it would be doable yeah i'm looking at his imdb right now this is like his filmography makes just no sense whatsoever no he's a lot he's a lot like um 
what's his name, David Gordon Green, where his like directorial like efforts are just like all over the place. Like, yeah, he made the two Halloween movies, but he also made like Prince Avalanche. But then mm-hmm. he also made like what was it, Pineapple Express? I think. Like, what a weird mishmash of movies to have. Um, yeah, I'm looking. Well, the thing Hamish did really like. He's a really good TV actor. Like, he um. And not to go off on the fucking Hamish Linklater's film. No, it's okay. Go on. <laughs> Kira's like, I'm not gonna stop you. But he did. Uh, he did Fargo, Legion, The Stand, Midnight Mass. Uh, he's in that um Julia Roberts show, Gaslit, right now. Yeah, I know. I follow him on Instagram. He posts about it all the time. That and Angeline. <laughs> um, the other day in. Keep in mind, my mom does not text me about any form of media ever, mm-hmm. but she sent me a link to the Gaslit trailer, and she said, do we have the streaming service for this? And I replied, <laughs> no, we don't have stars. And she said, darn, uh, <laughs> looks good. She's a Hamish girl, huh? She's, she is a Hamish girl. <laughs> and apparently so are we for um, watching or Fantastic Four 2005 this week because he really is the star of the movie for all three scenes he has. Um, mm-hmm. He's geez. literally in the post credit scene. He is. They're, um, they're teasing him. And, you know, you can't prove or disprove this before Googling because you didn't see the movie. But he is the post credit scene for uh, Morbius as well. So... Yeah, Morbius goes to church on Crockett Island. Um, <laughs> I mean, wait a minute, hold on. I'm not gonna yeah. spoil Midnight Mass. What? Can I just, I just say something? No, don't spoil Midnight Mass. Shh. No, 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 no. Morbius would fit in a Midnight Mass though. She Hamish on my link later. <laughs> All right. She Hamish, and I told her we we could link later. Yo. <laughs> okay we're done um we're that's we that's literally the peak of it that's all we're doing tonight um she i'm time stamping she hamish wait repeat it one more time for the listeners i need to hear it one more time before we move on she hamish and i told her we could link later I, goddamn, Kira, that's um, that might just be your best work yet. That Thank was really, you. I really <laughs> like that one. Um, God, all right. So um, I and I'm not kidding. I will give you, I will Venmo you five dollars if you can do what I want you to do. What? I want you to pronounce the guy who plays Mr. Fantastic's name right now. You want me to look up who it is? Because I have no idea who the fuck Yeah, you, Yeah, so you're going to have to look up who he is, and I want you to pronounce his name. Okay. I can't even spell Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> Four Fantuku. Yeah, uh, no. Um, okay, I... Um, Eon Gruffod? I'm going to choose to believe you said it wrong because I don't want to Venmo you. But um, I don't know. I don't know who half these people are that are in this movie. Okay. Well, let me give you the rundown. Okay. Uh, So, first of all, Carrie Washington check. Uh, Yeah. Wait, Maria Menounos was the nurse that goes. Oh, I know. 
Maria Menounos track. Wait, holy shit. Maria Menounos is in Fantastic Four. Yes. Our cinematic universe is growing. Um, She's cinematic on my universe. (laughs) (laughs) She's cinematic on my universe. (laughs) She am uh, she she MC my U. Okay, now that's this. Okay, no. Um, <laughs> she's, she's cinematic, my universe. She knew my V. Um, no, anyways. Uh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, Maria Menounos, Jack. Show up I was, early. I was today years old when I found out Maria Menounos was in Fantastic Four. Really? Yeah. I knew that she was in it. Well, I... What do you want me to do? You want me to apologize? Because <laughs> I won't. Okay, liberal. I love how get... she's just credited as nurse. Marie Menounos, nurse. Nurse. Well, apparently, she plays his future wife. Because um, after knowing her for an hour, he says, that's my future wife. Um, mm. She was also in Tropic Thunder. And... Mm-hmm. Entourage, and she has many TV appearances. Wait, she was yes. in the new Mike Myers show. Uh, maybe I didn't yeah. watch it yet. Actually, that's very surprising. I um, know, right? No, I was literally because I was working on my thesis up until like a week ago, exactly. Like I got my thesis grade, and then we immediately recorded last week's episode. Um, so I have to ask you, Kira. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you have any mo- uh, memories with this movie? Yeah, this is a certified um, FX DVD on TV moment. Um, specifically the scene when the big rock guy is on the payphone. That is a DVD on TV moment. <laughs> she DVD on my TV. Um, <laughs> no, I... I... <laughs> 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 she DVD on my TV. Um, yeah, I uh, I have a lot of memories with this movie. Um, I don't even know where to begin with them. I saw it in theaters um, in summer 2005. I remember it came out around 4th of July that year. Um, I was always confused why they didn't just release it on 4th of July, because... It came out like on July 5th or something. And I'm like, guys, you were so fucking close. Released Fantastic Four on July 4. But no, they Mm -hmm. just couldn't fucking do it, could they? Um, Yeah, so... (laughs) um, I don't know. I remember there being a lot of hype for this movie. And when I say that, I mean a lot of hype from me and my, like, seven-year-old friends. Um... (laughs) Because I thought it looked like the coolest thing ever. And mm-hmm. I was kind of familiar with the characters through comics at that age. Um, I remember, and this is a very deep cut. So anyone that remembers this, I applaud you. Um, they did not have Happy Meal toys for this movie. They did not have Burger King toys for this movie. They didn't have Wendy's toys for this movie. Do you want to take a guess what, uh, where you, for a child meal, who had a toy for this movie, Kira? Um, Boston Market. 
No, so close. <laughs> Lunchables. Yes, Lunchables had toys. Oh, for that's like before. even more normal, I feel like, which is weird because there is Burger King product placement in this. Well, the thing is, I do remember that um, Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer had Burger King uh, uh, half female toys, but. Uh, I digress. Uh, mm-hmm. This one, uh, this one had because uh, I remember during when I went to summer camp, 2005. Um, so the, it wasn't even really toys that they had; they were puzzle pieces. There was four pieces to the puzzle, and um, there was like for each member, there was one piece of the puzzle, and in the middle, you get to see Doctor Doom. And this was a big deal for me because none of the trailers showed what Doctor Doom looked like. Mm-hmm. So when I tell you at summer camp, these kids were like trading these like crack, like they were like, dude, they were selling like the Fantastic Four puzzle pieces at the courtyard. Like they were like, yo, I'll trade you a Mr. Fantastic for a Ben Grimm. I'll, I'll trade you a, a human torch for an invisible woman. Um, uh, I remember the day that I got the final piece was like, the best day of my life i felt so accomplished i genuinely didn't think my life would get any better um and then i saw the movie and it got a little bit better um and i don't know this is just a movie you're right it is a very dvd on tv movie i'm pretty sure i did own the dvd for this movie but even with that being said i think i watched it on fx more than i watched it on the dvd that i owned it's very funny because i told my younger brother that we were watching this and he was like why was I so obsessed with the second one? And I was like, because we had that one on DVD and not the first one. The first? And he was like, oh, yeah. The second one, I feel like, is more like a traditional Fantastic Four movie. And, like, yeah, that's because of the, like, there's no origin in the second one. Mm -hmm. But the second one is, like, very... Well, first of all, the second one's rated PG. This one's PG-13. The second one is just straight-up PG. It's a very clean kitty movie um which i don't necessarily think is a bad thing uh i haven't watched the second one in like many years i don't really have any affinity for it and okay so my opinion on this movie having rewatched it last night uh, okay i'll say this mm-hmm. do i think this movie is good no do i think it holds up no um do i think it's a good adaptation of the comics no. Do I think anything about it is particularly memorable, redeeming, notable? Um, <laughs> does it stand the test of time in any meaningful way? And will I show my kids this movie? No. Do I still kind of like it? Yeah. Um, it's... <laughs> and I, I don't know why I like this movie. It's Because, like, at every... Like, literally every five minutes, it makes a decision that I think is, like, really bad. Mm-hmm. Both, like, as an adaptation and just, like, as a movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, just as, like, <laughs> a moving picture. <laughs> I think yeah. there are many questionable choices. But I think every time I put it on, I just remember how I felt when I was, like, seven or eight years old watching it. And yeah. uh, I don't know. I just kind of enjoy it in that very... Um, narrow mindset but I I do not I'm not going to sit here and say it's a good movie it, it's not a good movie yeah it's very easy to just like have on in the background like mm-hmm. not even while you're like doing anything like literally I was playing like Disney emoji blitz on my phone 
while I was watching this. Um, I was like playing uh Lego Harry Potter when I was watching this. Um yeah, I mean I had texted you like this episode is gonna be really interesting because I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> so what were you confused about? But the then movie? it was like the first like 15 minutes and it's just like by my calculations, the moon and the blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And then I realized that, like, I don't have to care about what's going on. Um, And then I understood the movie. What are you talking about? This is canon. Um, No, uh, it's it throws a lot at you, like, within the first five minutes. Because I feel like I say this a lot on the pod, but I remember a lot of these things happening way later in the movie than they actually yeah. do happen. Because in my stupid child memory, I remember them like going to, well, first of all, I remember this movie being like over two hours. This movie is barely an hour 40. Oh, it like breezed by. <laughs> oh, it's a short ass movie. Um, and maybe, and I, this is my DVD on TV theory is that every movie that we talk about feels longer because we remember watching with commercial breaks. On DVD I, I think that theory is true, honestly. It's very, very, it's, I, I think it has some weight to it. Um, I remember, or I used to remember that they go to Do- Von Doom's office, like, way later. Um, but no, that's literally the opening scene of the movie. And I was convinced that, like, did Disney Plus cut out, like, 20 minutes of this movie? But no, that's mm-hmm. just how it is. I just have not watched it in years. Um, you're immediately... I think the first scene of this movie is like so interesting because like they try to dump every single relationship dynamic um, character motivation at Mm -hmm. you in the very opening scene. Even like from the absolute beginning, the title of the movie comes in like without any like any like flourish or like like literally the title of the movie just comes up like two seconds into it. Like, yeah. no opening credits. Like, it's just <laughs> the title. Yeah. There is... Okay, there is one... Okay, so on one hand, I do kind of like how, like, low-key this movie is. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it is just, like, I want to cure my friends. And they are my friends. And I like hanging out with my friends. Mm-hmm. And I think that's cute. And I like... And I actually think the Fantastic Four in this movie, like, everyone does a pretty decent job. Um, my favorite performance in this movie um, is actually Michael Chiklis. I think he is clearly having a very good time. Mm-hmm. I think he, when it comes to the thing, because the thing is such a cool character to me, where he's like he's almost like the Frankenstein mm-hmm. uh, or Frankenstein's monster of the uh, Marvel universe, mm-hmm. where he really was not asked. <laughs> He, he never asked to be like this, you know? Mm-hmm. And he, he's treated as, like, a big, like, he's treated as a monster, and he he's really just a softy. And he's, like, the heart of the Fantastic Four. And I love that character. And I think this movie, it, it does a lot wrong with, like, the lore. And, mm-hmm. like, I think there's a lot of untapped potential as far as, like, their cinematic, you know, stakes go. But I will say, I think they do the thing pretty well. Um, and also Chris Evans, as human yeah. coach. Um, uh, he's delightful. It's insane how much he, like, pivoted. Like, because I feel like he's, like, good at playing this specific character. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like he's like he has a similar energy in Knives Out. Yes. But that's more of like the 2010s douchebag and not like the X Games mode douchebag, you know? Like it's like guy <laughs> in a tight sweater rather than like X Games mode. I feel like that's like kind of the same. Yeah. But just as time passed, you know? Um, and it's just insane that there's just like a gap where he's just like generic Captain America. Right. And then he just like went right. Well, I think I, I personally, I think he's really good as Captain America. Like, I think. Yeah, but I mean, like he what I'm trying to say is like he was playing the same character for like 15 years. Right. Um. Yeah, no, sure. Yeah. Like he. Well, I think the thing is with uh, him as Johnny Storm is that he, he was very much cast um, around the time as uh, him coming off of, like, not another teen movie. Mm-hmm. Like, that was very much, like, his shtick back in the day. Yeah. Um, I just like how he gets bored and he just, like, goes and does, like, X Games. Well, I like how he, yeah, I like how he goes to the X Games and he also, like, decides, you know what, I think we need to label ourselves as a superhero team. Uh, <laughs> he said, we could all die and we could be, like, radiating, like, disease to the mass public, but, uh-huh. like, let's pretend that we're superheroes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I will say, I think, and I'm not going to try to pronounce the main guy's name, but I think he is very good as Mr. Fantastic. Um, Mr. Fantastic is one of my favorite marvel characters just because Mm -hmm. he's just i don't know there's something about him that i'm not gonna get into all of it but i just i think he's a really deep character and he's really cool and i don't think any film version has ever gotten close to like how good how well written he is in certain comics um yeah can i really quick (laughs) so dr strange um yeah, spoilers for Doctor Strange uh, 2, if you have not seen this movie, or in that movie yet. Um, so, I couldn't remember if John Krasinski was playing this guy or Chris Evans. Um, <laughs> turns out he was playing this guy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Number one. This, John Krasinski, he can't play like a genius. It's just not believable. There's nothing behind those eyes. I'm sorry, that's so mean. (laughs) Second. And this just goes for, like... Okay, this is... I I don't know. Like, I guess because it was, like... I'm not going to go into my thoughts on Doctor Strange. That whole scene was goofy as hell. Um, But, like, on purpose. Sure. There's no way to, like, have a guy that is stretchy and have it be taken seriously. I'm sorry. Like, I, I know disagree. That... Wait. I know that people, like, say, like, oh, like, how can you take superheroes seriously? Like, they're running around in tights. And it's like, I disagree with that. You can take superheroes seriously. I think when you're stretchy... <laughs> I can't take that seriously. I'm sorry. Like, there's no way to make me, like, not laugh at that. I think it's cool. And I like it. And the thing I like about his character, and I'm not even just, I'm not talking about any particular adaptation, just the character in general, is that, like, it's a lot like Peter Parker in the sense where, like, yeah, he's Spider-Man, but, like, it's really, like, his wit and his, like, 
genius that is like the compelling character trait. No, I know, but when you see somebody just like stretching, I love it. Maybe it's because I grew up with the character. Because like, like I, it's like funny though. When I not? saw it, when I it, well, yeah, but it's also cool. Because um, my <laughs> my favorite thing that Mister Fantastic does that. Um, he just like balls his fist up into a giant ass fist and punches the shit out of people. Mm-hmm. Like, why has that not been tapped into more in the fucking movies? Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't fucking get it. Um, I saw Doctor Strange with friend of the pod Joey, um, mm-hmm. and when he stretches for the first time in the movie, uh, and the last time if you've seen the movie, um, mm-hmm. he uh, Joey like literally clapped at the first stretch. Oh my god, <laughs> clapped at the first stretch. <laughs> the first and the last stretch. Um, uh, I was half expecting this motherfucker from this movie to pop up as Mister Fantastic and the and Doctor Strange, but um, yeah, no, then that was Krasinski. Um, and also it's remember like, when M- Miles Teller played this character? Yeah, I didn't see that. I also don't believe that Miles Teller could play a genius. Well, the thing about um the 2015 one, and I'm not gonna be one of those guys that's like it's good actually it's it's a terrible movie um but i what they were kind of going for was that like he was very um like one of those like very reserved genius types like he was like very like antisocial, very like um almost like an asshole because of how smart he is it was kind of like tapping into like what made his performance in whiplash good mm-hmm. um and kind of like trying to say like yeah he's just like really good at math but he's also like that also like makes him shitty at everything else in life. Mm-hmm. And like, he definitely cannot be a superhero. And maybe that's why it's a bad fantastic four movie is because you don't believe him. <laughs> yeah. um, but I at least see what they were trying to do with it. And I kind of appreciated that. It's the same thing. Like when uh, fucking Ben Affleck, this is a stretch, no pun intended, but uh, <laughs> when uh, Ben Affleck played the accountant and I'm like, you're really going to tell me fucking Ben Affleck's an accountant. Like, <laughs> like, no, <laughs> I just like like no matter how good of an actor somebody is there's just one role that it's just like really like one of yeah. the most gonna gonna circle back like somebody else in this movie you think <laughs> what I don't know I don't know why that made me laugh circle back like someone else in this movie um go ahead no go off queen I'm gonna circle back on somebody else in this movie okay Hamish Linklater oh god he easily plays an assistant that says five words in this movie. He believably, believably, yeah, buddy, you can do it. <laughs> plays a priest, and am- amongst a priest who's going through it in Midnight Mass. However, in Battleship. I believe that he is a scientist <laughs> who can I, I don't remember what his goal is in that movie but it's like something having to yeah something having to do with saving the world. Have you seen it? I have, yeah. What? Like recently? Yeah, like January. Oh Jesus. Yeah, I saw it in 2012 and I have not rewatched it since. Um But what I'm trying to say is like not to bring up Battleship again but like there are some roles that it's just like you there's no way like no matter how good of an actor you are Hamish I could imagine him as a scientist <laughs> right you know no I was gonna say that because I was like looking at pictures of him not that I didn't know what he looked like <laughs> but I was like looking at pics and I'm like 
and also just like his performance in general, like in most things I've seen him in. And I could yeah. see him playing Mr. Fantastic. Like, he should. He should be in the um, MCU. I have no, many. Never like, mind. I'm not going to speak him into existence. <laughs> well, then you definitely would not see him in anything else ever. Um, <laughs> yeah. I have like a lot of um, fan casts. Okay, wait. Here's. um. I was reading this on Wikipedia. Because did you read the Wikipedia page for this movie? Before I didn't, we... no. I, um, I literally did not do any research for this. I barely watched the movie. So in the very <laughs> early 2000s, um, right? It was in development right before this one was in development. Um, mm-hmm. Peyton Reed, the guy who does the Ant-Man movies, was supposed to direct this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, or like a version of the Fantastic Four. Um, and he was going to have, and I don't know who this guy is. Alexis Denizov. Uh, he, apparently, he's from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he was supposed to be Mr. Fantastic. Um, more interestingly, Charlie Theron was supposed to be Sue Storm. John C. Riley was supposed to be the thing. Okay, that's Jude, awesome. Jude Law was supposed to be Doctor Doom. Wow. And guess, and guess who was going to be Johnny Storm? Who? Paul Walker. No way. I know, right? That's epic. It's pretty epic. Um, yeah, apparently that's like... I the... wish that was this movie. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know who the guy... I mean, I'm going to choose to believe that this guy's a good actor. Um, based off, like, how good everyone else seemed to be. Um, mm-hmm. And also, um, Peyton Reed. I've always wanted to see him do a Fantastic Four movie. Because, like, I've... First of all, I like the Ant-Man movies. I think he does a very good job with those movies. Yeah, they're good. But on top of that, he's very passionate about Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Um, like any interview you listen to where he talks about the project he was developing, he understands those characters so deeply mm-hmm. um, that I'm like, God, I wish they would get him in there. Um, they hired John Watts, the Spider-Man dude to do it. Mm-hmm. And then he quit or fire. I don't know what happened. Um, and now I have like this really, I, I don't even think it's a theory. I think it's just true that John Krasinski's going to direct it. Yeah. Um, which like, I'm cool with him directing it. Like the Quiet Place movies are good. Like I've never seen them. They're very good movies. Uh, like say what you will about him as a performer and his CIA bullshit, but um, I think um, a Quiet Place one and two are both very good movies. Um, very well crafted. Mm-hmm. And uh, as for him as Reed, I, I mean, I thought he was okay. And I mean, it's hard to like judge a performance from like what two minutes of screen time it was but pretty bad <laughs> was i mean i don't know i didn't think he was that bad he was I just think. like Stephen strange we have to stop it well yeah but like that's everyone in that scene like yeah true it was uh it was pretty uh abc family um cloak and dagger type beat i kind of good show actually um but i don't know I, I was just trying to think of like a marvel tv show that like wasn't don't you on hate Netflix. it when you when you say shit like that and uh, my dumb ass is like well i actually like that show um because yeah. of course i fucking watched it yeah um i will say i think in this movie jessica alba is a little bit miscast as invisible woman. her face is zillennial canon she's very zillennial canon i don't even i don't necessarily dislike jessica alba i think she's like very i think she's good in the movies that she's in most of the time i think she's a very serviceable lead mm-hmm. um uh i don't know like i think i like when she leans like everything she has robert rodriguez i think she's really good in because mm-hmm. she leans more into like camp in those movies you know what i mean mm-hmm. but like stuff like this and like valentine's day like where they no, just like she give was great her... in valentine's day yeah um 
<laughs> no, but you know, like she's just movies that give her no material to really work with. Yeah. Um, yeah, kinda, I have nothing against her. I just, yeah. Yeah, I, I just don't think she's necessarily right for this role. I, I don't think it's her fault necessarily. And also the script to begin with is not very good. So mm-hmm. it's like not, I don't really think it's her fault. I, I also think this is coming out in the year 2005 when I think women in superhero films were very much like reduced to like being hot and like not really having anything else to them and like yeah. written for them because like even like one of her first scenes uh like when she's wearing the suit for the first time like the zipper's not all the way up remember when she like uh puts on the fantastic four suit for the first time yeah and it's like okay guys like did we... it's like the like when she like turns invisible and she's just like guess i have to get naked in front of everyone it happens like what three times in this movie yeah i think it's more yeah i think it's more like how she's written than her because I, yeah. I think, actually, I remember Silver Surfer, she was better in that movie. Mm-hmm. Because it felt like it was more Sue Storm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way they handle her character in this movie is, like, they just treat her like a, um, how do I put it? Like, she's just there to service Reed mm-hmm. um, and, like, advance him along. But she has, like, really no defining character aspects to herself other than, like, I'm a smart girl and I'm dating bad guy, but I used to date good guy. And that's mm-hmm. it. Um, and that's like it's sad because in the comics she's and take a shot every time I on a stupid episode <laughs> that I say in the comics. Um, Actually, in the novel. In the novel. <laughs> in the graphic novel. <laughs> um, but in the comics, I think all these characters are very uh, dynamic and very interesting, and um, it's kind of a shame that they reduce almost every character to it's kind of hard to fuck up human torch because he's he is just kind of like that he's just kind of the younger brother he's just like hey guys what's up i I think some comics in recent years have like like shown him in his 30s where he's like been forced to grow up Mm. um my fan cast for him in like the mcu is zach efron because i think he would be perfect that'd be great yeah he would be no you know i want zach efron to just be in straight comedies from now on I know, but I feel like every good person I... I don't want him wrapped up in the MCU. Well, I know, but I feel like every good person that I say, you're going to be like, yeah, that's great, but wait, I don't want him to do that. Who? Who else is your... Tell me your fan casts. Um, Okay, I have a very specific fan cast. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, Let me remember this. I'm trying to remember this guy's name. Um, He's from the Americans on FX... All right, you lost me. <laughs> um, Matthew Rees, Rise. Um, his oh, I think I know. Yeah, Carrie Russell's husband. Um, he's also from the Mister Rogers movie. Yeah, I just think he's a really good actor, and I don't know why. Every time I've seen him in a movie, I'm just like, he would be really good as Mister Fantastic. I cannot explain why. He just has that look. He has like that mannerism to him, mm-hmm. where I believe it. Um, like I said, Mr. Fan or um, uh, Zach Efron as Human Torch. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna say Seth Rogen as the thing. Um, you mm-hmm. know, call me crazy, but hearing that laugh booming through uh, through a Dolby speaker. <laughs> it's clobbering time. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, oh yeah, that's where I saw Matthew Matthew Reese. I saw him in Girls. He had a 
a guest appearance. Um, and honestly, I don't know who I would cast as Invisible Woman. Um, because I really don't. Because I feel like I could just cast any blonde actress. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't have to be blonde actress. Uh, I don't know. Like maybe everyone says Emily Blunt, and I'm sure she would do really good. I feel like all... she's gonna do that just because John Krasinski is playing yeah. that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think that's gonna be the case. And even yeah. though she like said I don't like superhero movies, she's gonna come back in there and uh, yeah. do it anyways. Um, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know about Sue Storm. I haven't thought about that one enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm very firm on Zac Efron as Human Torch. I like I'll actually fight for it to happen. Mm-hmm. One day. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, I, I remember there was a rumor a while back that Jennifer Lawrence was going to do it. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, Honestly, wasn't she in the X-Men movies? Yeah, but she was like bad. She was blue. <laughs> she was blue. Yeah, she was the, um, she was Mystique, the Morphin one that can change into like any person. Yeah, the blue one. The blue one, yeah. Um, <laughs> I've never seen those movies. I mean... Uh, they are Zillano canon. I have a lot to say about them one day. Um, uh, even more than this movie, believe it or not. Um, mm. Honestly, though, I feel like Michael Chiklis really is like a perfect the thing. And it's a shame that he was in this movie. Because I could see him like giving a... Because he's good in this movie. Yeah, I think the thing that I... <laughs> yeah, no pun intended. Something that I really did like about this movie, like if I had to choose something um or like give it some praise is that yes it was the same kind of okay like literally first of all they like don't fight any villains until the last like 10 minutes of the movie Mm -hmm. they literally are just fighting with each other which is not necessarily a complaint it's just an observation yeah um it has the same exact plot as literally any origin story, like not like even just superhero. Like it's like, oh man, now we have these powers. Should we embrace them or should we try and get rid of them? And we embrace them in the end. And yeah, it's very generic in that way. I think it is believable that all of them are literally just some guy, but specifically the thing. Yeah. Um, because like, you know, like I have no idea who these actors are like at all. Yeah. <laughs> Other than Chris Evans and Jessica Alba, but um You know who fucking Michael Chiklis is? Come on. No, sorry. <laughs> he literally looks like just some guy, and that's a compliment. Like he I... was good in this, and I think that it is just like great representation of like normal ass people being thrown into a situation. <laughs> Almost if they weren't like trying to be like super geniuses. Um like someone called the baby geniuses cuz they're super, you know. Um <laughs> not no, the I, baby genius. 
Well, that's the <laughs> that's the thing I like about um, Human Torch and uh, the thing in this movie is that mm-hmm. like those characters are very believable in that sense. Mm-hmm. But I and I, to an extent I can believe Mister Fan like the guy that plays Mister Fantastic in this role because mm-hmm. I do like when he says smart shit I'm like yeah he's British like. <laughs> You know, well, that, in the movie he's not British, but like you can tell it's a British actor. I don't bruv. know. Bruv. I'm stretchy, bruv. Um, I can't stop saying bruv, but like in my head. Yeah, I, um, yeah, ever since I saw Attack the Block, it's been in my head. Uh, bruv. Bruv. Um, Michael Chiklis is like genuinely funny in this movie. Yeah, um, he's really good. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think him and um, <laughs> my favorite part of this movie is after. Okay, first of all, the bridge scene where he just like fucking he's just sitting there and a guy yeah. like tries to jump off the bridge. Yeah. And he's like, hey, buddy, don't do it. <laughs> and <laughs> it caused it causes an entire like bridge collapse. Yeah. I mean, he saved the guy's life. Um, well, he also like I love when he like fucking uh, elbows the. Uh, uh, the semi truck, uh-huh. and he just like pulls the guy out of the car, still attached to the seat. Mm-hmm. A crazy sequence of events of a guy just vibing, and then he has to like save everybody. Yeah, uh, like a, a true never put me in a situation moment. Yeah, this uh-huh. whole movie is just don't ever put me in a situation. Um, uh, well, I like after my favorite part of the movie is after that when he's like in the tent and he's like looking at his uh, wedding ring all sad. Yeah, and then Chris Evans goes. Where are your ears? <laughs> and then he just like stares at. Her. Um, um, they nail that dynamic really well in this movie. Yeah, yeah. It is because he's like so good in the role. It is like a really effective scene, like the payphone scene when he first goes home. Mm-hmm. But not to nitpick, but I just find it really funny how like I guess just like being familiar with like Brooklyn. I, you don't even have to be familiar with Brooklyn. She, like, hangs up a banner on their apartment building that says, like, welcome home. And he's just, like, across the street on the payphone. And she's like, I got a little surprise for you. And he's like, come outside. And she's just, like, running down the street in, like, her, her like, nighty. Yeah. And, like, like, I feel like when I was a kid, like, this was the scene that they would replay, like, on DVD on TV, like, yeah. during, like, the, like, commercial break where they're, like, discussing it. Right. And I'm just, like, she really just, like, pieced out. <laughs> like, she didn't even question, like. <laughs> well, she, like, ran away from him. Yeah, like, screaming in, like, lingerie down the street barefoot in Brooklyn, like. <laughs> It really do I, be like that. Like it, it really do be like that sometimes. Um no, I think it's also like so dramatic the way she goes back to the bridge. Mm-hmm. She, she knows he's there like saving the day, and she's like, you know what? I think this would be a really good time to like give him my ring back. <laughs> like, what are you fucking talking about, lady? Like, it's the most goofy shit ever. Fellas, y'all ever divorce your wife uh in the middle of No, actually, uh, fellas, does your wife uh, ever divorce you? this is like the no i was gonna make a joke uh i'll make a joke this is just like when olivia wilde was served papers at cinema con on stage (laughs) honestly i think that 
I don't care who you are. That's like objectively so funny. Um, it, it's, it's it's the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. It is so, like, what a world we live in, and I'm yeah. just so glad. Like, it's for all the bad things in this timeline, I'm glad that we live in the same one as that. <laughs> the <laughs> I same don't even, one as Olivia Wilde being served papers at CinemaCon. Yeah, yeah, I just think it's really funny. Um, and I'm not even taking a side. I, I love Olivia Wilde, but like, just like on paper that's just like such an insane thing and literally Cinema- on paper cinema con's response was like oh i guess we need better security <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny <laughs> i'm not even kidding that's what they said like they were like when poised i read like the um hollywood reporter article and it said when poised mm-hmm. for a comment cinema con rep said i guess we need better security next year <laughs> it's like they don't give a fuck <laughs> they just like let that motherfucker on stage <laughs> This is what happens when we uh, take a like almost month hiatus. We're talking about <laughs> this yeah, now. yeah. As a Harry um, Styles stan, mm-hmm. I refuse to take sides on anything because I don't give a shit. I saw her at the Harry Styles concert; looked like she was having fun. I love Jason Sudeikis. Like I don't, yeah. I just think that that was the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I love I love both of them. Um, and I'm not taking a side, I just think it's funny. We're just gonna really quick take a break for a word from some of our sponsors. Thanks, guys. Hello, friends. Do you love movies? Do you just spend your days thinking about how much you love to watch them? The good ones, and even the bad ones everyone told you not to like. It sounds like Super Yaki is the place for you. The team at Super Yaki loves movies, so much so that they've dedicated every waking moment of their life to bringing you top quality merchandise to showcase your love for them. From super soft t-shirts celebrating the cinematic achievement that is the 2001 classic Josie and the Pussycats, to comfy sweatshirts that serve as a call to arms for all those in support of making Judy Greer America's lead. They even have pins of some of your favorite directors, like Sofia Coppola and Jordan Peele. Super Yaki joyously brings you tangible love letters to movies and filmmakers that you can wear with pride. Plus, the team at Super Yaki screen prints all their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks and ships with compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. As a special treat to our listeners, we have a discount code. In all caps, enter SUPERZILLENNIAL at checkout for 10% off. If the spirit moves you, find them at superyaki.com. Let's watch more movies, guys. Um, uh, oh, but that being said, Jason Sudeikis would be a good thing, I feel like. What? He would be a good thing. I think he could do the, the, the smart guy. You think he could be... Okay, I'm gonna. I don't think he could be fantastic, Mr. Fantastic. He, I, I love Jason Sudeikis. I think he he should and can do anything he wants, but I would not believe him as Mr. Fantastic. I believe that he's smart. I like. I would believe that he's smart more than like Miles Teller. The Miles Teller Jason Sudeikis pipeline. Um, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. But like that movie also fucking sucked, so it's not a <laughs> true. 
I don't know. Like I, I, if they casted him as Mr. Fantastic in the MCU, I'd be like, that's great. So I don't really know what I'm complaining about. <laughs> I think it's just because I like his voice. And like, if every time he said it's clobber in time, I heard Jason Vegas, I'd be happy about How that. How has Vin Diesel not played the thing? Oh, can I tell you something? He was supposed to play um, Black Bolt, the inhuman that, uh, again, spoilers for Doctor Strange, the one who like fucking gets his head imploded because he's, spoke um yeah that's who vin diesel was supposed to play uh for many many years uh which i actually think that would have been a great role for him because and dr strange has done a good like like test to this or anything but like Mm -hmm. um that's a i I can't say every like take a shot every time i say it's a deep character but black bolt's a very interesting character and i think that is a lot like riddick that character that Vin Diesel plays, uh, mm-hmm. that's kind of like his baby. Um, I think he, well, like his really, baby. well, Riddick is like his baby. Like he, like, no, I know, yeah. he made the character. Like, um, so I feel like he would do really good as Black Bolt. Um, but as the thing, that could work. I mean, yeah, it's, it's clobber in time. Uh, yeah, why not? There's a scene, uh, <laughs> um, is it in this movie or the next movie where he human torch like asks the thing without asking him like how do you guys have sex um i think it's the next movie i think it's the next one because he i remember chris evans saying the line he's like is it like a landslide or oh my god and then michael chick was like freaks the fuck out <laughs> do it you might have been this? at the end of this one i can't remember if that's why he gets mad at him at the end of this one or if it's in the next one I think it's in the next one because the next one opens at the wedding for those two. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, it doesn't. It opens at the uh, the wedding of. It's either the wedding for them or for the wedding of Reed and Sue. I can't remember which one. Um, but do you remember the plot of the second one at all? I have no idea. Um, so like, I mean, there's a lot that happens in that movie. Like the Silver Surfer comes in, Galactus, the big guy who like eats planets, comes in. Um, which like LOL. Um, but uh uh and they do it terribly, of course. It's 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 awful. But that being said, um the main thing in that movie is that they all switch powers. Mm-hmm. Um so like there's a scene where um Chris Evans like turns into the thing. And Michael Chiklis gets like the human torch powers. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, like, I, f- I forgot like who all switches what powers. Um, but it's like one of those like kind of goofy comedies where it's like a switch up comedy. Mm-hmm. And I, it's really stupid. It's really bad. I don't like it. <laughs> um, but at the end, I'll never forget. This was like a Burger King toy that I had where it's like the human torch, but he has all the powers at once. So he has like a giant thing hand. He has like he can turn invisible, use the force field. He can stretch and do the flame on thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had the Happy Meal toy for that. Um, and yeah, what a time to be alive. Yeah. Um, and I I will say also about this movie, the guy who plays Victor Von Doom. Um, yeah. Julian um... McMahon, I think. Uh, I have a note really quick. Um, yeah. Nobody's really named Victor anymore. I have a friend named Victor. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Never mind. I mean, <laughs> I don't know anybody named Victor. 
I know one guy named Victor. I've known him for um, 12 years now. Yeah. All right, uh, well, you heard it guess I'll go guys. fuck myself. <laughs> fuck Kira. All my homies hate Kira. All my fellow Victors hate Kira. Um, so I think um, he's this guy is giving a fine performance as Dr. Doom or whatever. Like mm-hmm. It's like fine. I mean, you're doing as best as you can. Yeah, um, it's... I... <laughs> I feel like a lot of the writing, like, not to, like, interrupt, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Like you said about Jessica Alba, it's, like, a lot of the writing is just, like, you could literally put any actor in here and it's just, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, anybody could be saying these lines. Now, nobody's really, like, delivering, except for, like, Hamish Linklater, like, an incredible, like, show-stopping performance. Like, anybody could be replaced in this movie. Yeah, I think, um, well, the thing about him is, like, I think he's a very good actor. Like, uh, there's a show on FX, Nip Tuck. I don't know if you ever watched it. Um, but my parents used to really like it. It's a good show. I haven't finished it, but, like, it, it's it's a very, very good show. And he's fantastic in it. He's good in a lot of other TV shows. Every time he's in a movie, he's really good. On paper, he could have been a great Victor Von Doom. But there's something so funny to me about, like, so... Okay, in the comics, and they tease it in this movie too, he's from a country, a fictional country, much like Wakanda and Sokovia in the MCU, mm-hmm. uh, called um, Latveria, mm-hmm. um, which kind of, I mean, it's My dumbass was like, oh yeah, that's definitely a real country. <laughs> well, it's like pretty ethnically ambiguous, just like Sokovia is, but it's like teetering Russian, and that's always how I perceived it in the comics, mm-hmm. like, um, but that being said, like every time they have to like name drop it in this movie, I think it's like the goofiest shit ever. I'm like, this he's just a guy. He's just a dude. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna tell me Julian McMahon is from a country called Liberia. He was born in like Cincinnati. Like, shut <laughs> up. Like, no, he's he straight wasn't. up from like Illinois. He's like from Illinois. <laughs> yeah, the because like um that scene in the parking garage where he like fucking kills the guy, which is kind of a gnarly death. Uh, mm-hmm. He shoots the thing through his like chest. Mm-hmm. Right before he dies, the guy said, "said How about you go back to Latveria? I think you'd play better there." <laughs> and I'm like, "Shut up! <laughs> like, shut up!" Well, in the post-credit scene, Hamish like ships him back. He ships him back to <laughs> like in a shipping container. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. Um. I just yeah, because that's how the second movie opens. Is like he's. He's, like, in a warehouse in the second one, and he's, mm-hmm. like, frozen, and then out of nowhere, he just, like, comes back to life. Wait. Um, yeah. So, remember how in... Not... Sorry. I, I'm so annoying. Um, Remember, like, in Midnight Mass, when he pulls up to the island with, like, the big crate with, like, mm-hmm. you-know-what in it? Yeah. Imagine if... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna finish that. You know where I'm going. With motherfucking Victor He's like, oh shit, the ship got lost on the way to Latveria. Latveria. <laughs> that's actually what uh, I, if that's what the Midnight Mass Island was called, I would lose my shit. Um, <laughs> it's the same exact show, except they just keep name dropping Latveria <laughs> like a straight face. Um, <laughs> Things are amiss on Latveria. On Latveria. <laughs> jaw isn't that the place jaws attacked Latveria? Latveria? yeah 
What? I w- it was a joke, but I said this in that oh, like, little oh. island that Jaws attacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, beaches are closed on Lot Varia. On Lot Varia. <laughs> on the 4th of July? <laughs> so fucking stupid. Um, I, okay. Did you ever see The Princess Diaries? <laughs> Mia, Mia, Mia Thermopolis. Mia Princess Thermopolis. of Lot Varia. Uh, um i love it god yeah i i joke now i'm just waiting for them to like take it seriously in the future Mm -hmm. um because there is like a good way to do a victor von doom story in the film um but I just feel like every time a director touches it, they just insist on making it the worst fucking thing you've ever seen. <laughs> and it's so... F- and it's also part of why I like this movie, because it is very goofy. It represents a time where you didn't have to think about a sequel or did I see the Lost uh, Squirrel Girl movie to understand mm-hmm. the Fantastic Four Latveria spinoff? Like, no. <laughs> like, I just... I walked into this fucking theater in 2005... I got my money's worth. So I saw Michael Chiklis and Chris Evans fuck around for two hours. Not even, apparently. A hundred minutes. I saw them do it for a Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, I looked up the length of this movie on Google, and it said, like, two hours and six minutes. And I was like, oh, man, like, I really got to sit down and watch this. And then I turned it on on Disney Plus, and it's, like, an hour 40. Yeah, I know. I, I did the same thing when I was Googling for the Wikipedia page. And I was like, "What? this is not two hours. <laughs> um... Yeah, I think it's really it's really goofy. Um, this is a very goofy movie. Uh, an but extremely I, goofy movie. An extremely goofy movie. <laughs> um, I think the ending is very funny because, well, I like the whole like. And when I say I like, I, I don't mean that I like it. I just think it's funny. Um, mm. I like how the entire movie of it's just like Von Doom like going down like a dark path of like. I can like move silverware with my mind. Yeah, and, like, I was a little bit confused as to like what his deal was. Yeah, no, uh, apparently, and I'm I'm learning this with both like the Josh Trank movie and this movie, and the second one. Like every single Fantastic Four movie, I'm like truly convinced, and I'm not kidding. Like this is not a bit. I 110 percent believe this when I say it. I don't think any of these directors have read a Fantastic Four comic. <laughs> because they have never properly like I get that you can't do the nuances of Doctor Doom in like one movie. I understand that. You can never satisfy me in one movie. I understand. But that's not even his fucking powers. Like what are you talking <laughs> about, dude? Um the funny thing about the twenty fifteen one it was Toby Kebble, who I also think is a good actor, but and there's also like a very funny scene in that movie where you can tell it's a reshoot because he has like no facial hair and then the next thing he has facial hair mm-hmm. where he's like on a reddit form and he's like kind of r slash ladveria <laughs> <laughs> and it's the only mention it's like in his like uh like his tinder location ladveria that's the only time they mention it um i remember um when that before that movie came out someone interviewed him about like they're like can you tease us about your role as victor von doom mm-hmm. and then toby Kebble was like who and he said victor von doom he said is that his last name that's crazy <laughs> victor <laughs> he just he's like oh i just thought i was playing victor 
Um, <laughs> is um, that the same guy from uh, that Universal Studios ride? Which one? In Islands of Adventure. Oh, Doctor Doom's Freefall. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, what Toby Couple ride? Um, yeah. No, I. <laughs> you ever been on that? The Toby Couple ride. Yeah. Um, she Toby on my couple. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yo, call her Doctor Doom the way she make me freefall. Oh my, my. god. <laughs> <laughs> Is it called Fearfall actually? I think it's Fearfall. I used to love that ride. What? I said I used to love that ride when I was I've kid. never been I'm I I would yeah. never, no. unfortunately. I mean, it is creepy. It's, um, it's, I mean, yeah, I don't blame you, but I, I love it. And like, it's so, it's always like so fun to me. Like, cause mm-hmm. you're such like a goofy ass, like laugh. Like, the guy who's like playing Dr. Doom on the ride. You only hear him on the intercom where he's like, no, it's time to watch you fall. <laughs> Every time I like read a comic when I was a kid, I would like imagine that guy's voice. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was reading the comics for Dr. Doom. Um, <laughs> I like in this movie how they like replace him or like they like defeat him with like science. I think that's always like... yeah. It's also like... like really fun fight choreography because he literally like curves his body into like a very stupid shape. Well, I think that's what I like, but and I'm not even like kidding. Like I, I know it sounds sarcastic. I actually do like it. Like I like that the movie about science people at the end they they don't punch him to death they like use science against him mm-hmm. is the science particularly accurate i don't think so but i i, I mean yeah still... when like if you like put like cold onto like <laughs> melted it like freezes no yeah sure but i'm just saying like the way they got to that point <laughs> i was like okay yeah go off i guess and then no but also like the idea that like he's gonna be frozen forever is like mm-hmm. so funny to me <laughs> Like, I'll never forget, like, how fun... Like, even as a kid, I was, like, forever? Like, they do know he's, like, gonna <laughs> melt, right? Because <laughs> I always thought the post-credit scene for this movie was so, like, goofy, even as a kid. Like, yeah. it, like all the the Latveria of it all aside. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they were, like, Hamish really just shipped them back. <laughs> so stupid. It's so fucking stupid. I'm just imagining, like, after the battle... This is my Battle of New York. After the Battle of New York, Hamish Linklater just, like, comes down on the street and is, like... And he's still, like, fucking frozen there. He just comes up rolling with a crate. You know those little U-Haul things where you put a bunch of boxes on them and you roll mm-hmm. them away? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm imagining him just, like, fucking rolling Doc, uh, Victor Von Doom away. Uh, it's so stupid. <laughs> So God, why 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 does hollywood hate the fantastic four like i i don't understand it's so fucking it's so funny i'm it's sorry so funny. i know you love them but it's so funny it is it's really funny oh it's, okay it's just a cursed like franchise wait can i just say it, it literally is but there's one thing i we didn't talk about and i think it's it, there's a part of me that i think it's cute but there's another part of me that i think it's like the corniest shit ever mm. The whole like love is blind thing where the only that's the worst thing I've ever seen in my okay. whole life. It's <laughs> I'm sorry. I was um when I was because I honestly forgot about that when watching it. Um, mm-hmm. so th- I have a lot of things to say. Um, three, but I'll I'll leave it at three things. Mm-hmm. One, while watching that first scene where she like feels him and is like, 
I forgot what exactly what she says. I think he says something along the lines of like, well, she's like, you know, you're beautiful. Just love yourself. I don't care what you look like. And he's like, yeah, I want to fucking kill myself. Um, like that's basically what it was. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I was having flashbacks to when Joey was on the pod for Daredevil and you said um, Ben Affleck gives the worst blind acting you've ever seen. I think Kerry Washington somehow gives worse blind acting. Yeah, it's like pretty like, I it's mean, awful. obviously, like, I'm not going to speak for blind people, but it's a pretty like cartoonish performance in like a really kind of like fucked up way. I mean, like, she just kind of, like, stumbles around and, like, looks confused. Um, I, 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 I don't know. It's, it's a little bit, like you said, like, oh, like, love is blind. It's just, like, a little bit of a, uh, you know, cliche, not necessarily in a good way. <laughs> No, no, it's very stupid. It's, it's extremely, extremely stupid. And in that sense, it fits the movie greatly. Like, yeah. in, in, that, in that regard, it, it, it fits perfectly. Um, but it's also the goofiest, corniest shit ever. Um, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. I, said, I was I had flashbacks to the Daredevil episode because I want yeah. to apologies to one Mr. Affleck um, and say... Because you, somebody is worse at playing a blind person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say that it's the corniest shit ever. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's also weirdly fitting. Um, and um, God, I don't know if I have a lot more to say about the movie. Um, not a lot happens in it, surprisingly. It's a very short movie. Yeah. Um, I've already said what I have to say about the cast. I think some of the cast, like Michael Chiklis, Chris Evans, they all have fun. Uh, Mr. Fantastic is fine. Scalp is not necessarily bad. It's more the script's fault. Mm-hmm. It's just a weird movie. I have a lot of nostalgia for it. I kind of enjoy it anytime I put it on. But and it is the best Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> it is the best one. Um, at what cost? At what cost? Yeah. Um, there's been four Fantastic Four movies. Did you know that? Um. No, I didn't. <laughs> there's the two 2015, uh, 2005-ish ones. You know, like around that time. Mm-hmm. There was the one in, like, 2015. What are the other ones? Well, the other one... The other one one is... um, So the story about the one from 1994, I want to say it came out? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So the... Okay. No pun intended. The thing with that movie is... (laughs) um, Actually... (laughs) uh, I forgot when it came out, exactly. Um... But so the movie studios do this a lot where they have the rights to a comic book character, right? Mm-hmm. And they make or develop a movie or a show or what have you strictly out of pettiness. To keep the rights. To keep the rights. Yeah. And that's what they did in the 80s or 90s um, uh, for the Fantastic Four because, um, God, let's see. I'm trying to find, yeah, 1994 is when it came out or it didn't come out. So they filmed the movie. Mm-hmm. They they wrote the script. They filmed the movie. They cast um, everyone in the roles. Like it was all completed. It was a completely edited movie. It was directed mm-hmm. by Roger Corman. Mm-hmm. And then they never released it. Interesting. They did an entire production, millions, like forty million dollars, just to keep the rights to never release the movie. 
you can find the movie. It is online. It eventually got like a shelf life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's obviously a terrible movie, <laughs> um, but um, it was never released in theaters. And they basically lied to the cast and crew and the director. They said like, yeah, this will be, this will come out. This is going to be like a summer blockbuster. And they never released it. Just to keep the rights. And getting those rights for another 10 years is what gave us this movie, which is very fascinating. And this movie gave us the 2015 movie. Uh, yep. So it's kind of a wild, uh, wild ride. Um, and now Disney owns it, period. So it doesn't really, um, it doesn't matter anymore. But Yeah. It's like, it kind of like, no matter what, you think about this movie no matter what you think about marvel anything like that it's like it, this movie kind of still just like makes me nostalgic though for like the time that like they didn't really care yeah <laughs> like what was going on with their property <laughs> yeah i think it's less well i mean you know the whole story about like marvel in the 90s right like they like yeah, why they're like bankrupt or something yeah marvel was very um because this is such a weird timeline uh, mm-hmm. that they were living in at the time where um in the 90s i think it might have been even like late 80s mm-hmm. they um they auctioned off a lot of their like headliner characters which mm-hmm. at the time were x-men fantastic four spider-man and there's a few others here and there like ghost rider blade people like that right yeah um and they did that so they could actually continue printing comics because back in the day they made more money from comics than they did producing movies um and that's why to the state spider-man is still at sony and mm-hmm. uh that's why now you're finally seeing the x-men in the mcu and uh, fantastic four and all that shit yeah. um and it's very I, like i i learned about the, these kind of things through like theme park <laughs> yes theme park things <laughs> well it's still funny like all that um that stuff is like very interesting like the whole like um odds of adventure disney dynamic is very yeah. funny to me like the like universal is like purposefully withholding them from being able to do anything and yeah. like good good because yeah, like marvel superhero island at islands of adventure is a hundred thousand percent better than anything disney could ever do with marvel in the parks um Wait until we go on Cosmic Rewind. However, I more so meant like with a themed land. Oh yeah, Avengers Campus Hot Take was like one of the worst experiences I've ever had in a theme park. Yeah, I have not been there. I cannot comment. But all I can say is that every time I go to Marvel Superhero Island, I think it's like it's, it's fun. It's awesome. It's like you're literally it's weird, walking but it's a, fun. It's, it's very like, cool. Yeah. The ride, like the Spider-Man ride, is like incredible. Oh, it's the best. Legitimately like, incredible. It's the best. Um, what what's the what are those rides called again? Like that kind of ride, like that Transformers, like. Uh, uh, it's not like a simulator. It's like a. Um. Well, the thing I love about I that one is that it's like mix. It's like it mixes simulation with like. Screens. Um, and well, like actual movement. set, actual sets yeah. too. Like yeah. when you're going down like, the alleyway at the beginning. It's like a real like track that you're going down. Yeah. Um. It's one of it's, the best rides of all time. It's great. It's perfect. and it's like old too. Oh, it's yeah. They did a refurbishment back in 2012. I want to say. Yeah. Um, which was great because it looks even better, sounds even better, feels even better. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing I I think 
it can all be boiled down to like why I love that island so much is because I think like the nineties Marvel aesthetic is maybe my favorite. Like, I don't know. It's my favorite thing ever. Yeah. Like it, it just feels so cozy to me and it just, yeah, it sucks that they like can't even like update it. <laughs> yeah. But I but, like, like that. anything, but like even just like new, like foods using the characters names and stuff like that. Like, it's, like, they have to keep it, like, stuck in this, like, time capsule. But I like that. I think that's, like, I think that's a very weird, cool thing. Yeah. That they're stuck in the past, but, like, you never, I never want them to evolve. Like, I want that piece. Because, like, it feels like everything with, like, Disney is so hell-bent on being, like, weird and stupid. Like, it's all, like, so, like, everything. It's, like, sanitized. Everything about Avengers Campus in California to me, and I've not been there, but it just looks boring. It's so boring. It looks very boring. Um, Universal, it's just like you're walking to a comic book. It's colorful. It's cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. And also, to wrap it back to the Fantastic Four, the Fantastic Four Cafe is yummy. I've never been in there. It's good. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> the Fantastic Four Cafe is yummy. That's your thoughts on the movie summed up. Well, I like um also outside the Fantastic Four Cafe, you can sit. Do you know that um I don't know if you know about this, but in the Fantastic Four comics, I also think it's in the Silver Surfer movie. Um they have like that vehicle that splits up into four different cars. Mm-hmm. Um you can sit in that and take pictures in it outside the Fantastic Four Cafe, which I <laughs> always love doing every time I go um yeah if Universal ever loses the rights to that like they like are forced to take it out in some insane way and then they lose the Simpsons like as well like what the hell are they gonna put in there I mean I'm not worried about them they IPs are endless like I they'll figure it out, but I, I, I would just be more sad on my sake. But I'm mm-hmm. sure like they would figure it out just fine. They'd probably just fucking make more Harry Potter. Yeah. Probably, unfortunately. Yeah, that's where they um, make all their money. Which like I mean, I'm not talking shit, like it's very cool. Like I just like it's very like well designed mm-hmm. going in there, but like I'm also bored. <laughs> like I like yeah. we don't as a Floridian, we don't need another expansion. Mm-hmm. it's enough guys it's, it's plenty um uh, i think i'm gonna stop this before we go even further into theme park yeah we're always just in <laughs> theme parks towards the end of episodes um oh it was kind of on topic this time i will say it was kind of yeah on, yeah true mm-hmm. so uh any final thoughts on fantastic four kira um it was a movie that i watched um Hamish Linklater could play anything. She Hamish. Yeah, to sum it up, uh, she Hamish and we're going to link later. (laughs) (laughs) She likes my Richard and she wants to link later. (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, it it, it certainly is a movie. Um, I... I have nostalgia for it. I enjoy watching it. It's not good though. Um, it's mm-hmm. not good at all. <laughs> it's uh, it's actually pretty bad, but it's 
isn't that okay sometimes, guys? Yeah, I mean, sometimes uh, I crave that. I will say, this came out the same year as Batman Begins and the year after Spider-Man 2. So, Jesus like, um, there are a lot of good movies surrounding this movie. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not mistaken, this came out, like, two weeks after Batman Begins. That's insane. Um, so, I remember, even at, like, the age of, like, I think I was seven, um, even I was, like, yeah, Batman Begins, like, is way better than this movie. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it's fun for what it is. Um, maybe we'll do the second movie whenever the cursed MCU one comes out. Um, um who knows? Sure. Who knows if we'll be alive by then? Yeah. Who's to yeah. say? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, where can everyone find? Well, actually I'll do it. Cause you I was out of, yeah. 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 Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Adam underscore not Sandler, my other podcast, aggressively. Okay. Um, our website, aggressivelyok.com, where we do written reviews and links to all the podcasts and socials are on there. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Chip and Dale is really funny. Yeah, it's Watch awesome. It's incredible. I, yeah, it's literally my second favorite movie of the year. It's very funny. I, I enjoyed it. it. I enjoyed yeah. it quite a bit. Um, uh, don't see men. It was I, bad. I'm not, yeah, I didn't even see it. I don't know. I'm just scrolling through my letterbox. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's that time of the night, folks. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick's pretty good. Yeah, um, see I, I guess, Friday. And uh, I'm so excited for Crimes of the Future. Hmm. <laughs> Crimes of Grindelwald? I don't care. <laughs> I want to see Crimes of the Future. Yeah. All right. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at garlic emoji. You can follow us on Twitter at Zillennial Canon on Instagram at the Zillennial Canon. Um, review us on Apple. Can you do reviews on Spotify? I think so. Okay, if you can uh, do that too. Yeah. Um, log us on Letterbox, guys. Yeah. Oh my God, we should make a Letterbox like, like, you know. Oh, well, like a pod letterboxed? No, like... like log like, everything that we watch each week? No, like, make a way, like, for people to log our episodes on Letterboxd. That would be cool. Because my life is a movie, for real. <laughs> Alright, guys, it's that time of the night. You know what time it is. <laughs> it's that time. It's clobbering time. It's, uh... It's... It's, it's more uh, than time. Hamish... It's it's later. <laughs> it's, 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 it's whatever I said at the top of the episode. It's link later. It's, it's getting a little link late right now. It's time to go to sleep. <laughs> I'm going to club bed featuring DJ Pillow and MC. <laughs> Good night. Bye. Good night. Goodbye, folks. Good night. Good night. Good luck. It's clobbering time. <laughs>